0: Hey, I'm Dean Blandino, and as a newly minted Detroit Lions fan, I always listen to Chris and Case on the Detroit Lions podcast. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for the show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions podcast, your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection, and now two guys who wish they had as much FaceTime with Cooter as Matthew Stafford, Chris and Case.
1: Hey, howdy, ho, Lions fans! Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast. This is episode two hundred and fifty-five. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris, and with me is my good friend and co-host, Case. How
2: you doing, man? Good, Chris. I am so excited, man. I am all on board this Sanders twenty campaign thing. I, I just, I, I can't. It's, it's been going great. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right, calm down, man.
1: Calm down. We don't, we don't do, we don't do politics on this show. So just sit back, take a deep breath, have a sip, and uh, let's get through this open before we cause problems. All right. Today's show, we got a big show. As always, we're going to talk about Stafford trades. They're all up in there again. People are excited about that. We're going to talk about the CBA, the salary cap, have some fun with Akuda, and a whole lot more. We got a great show lined up.
2: Casey, you ready to go, my man? I am once again asking you to hand me the ball.
1: Let's
0: kick this off and break it down.
1: All right, time for a couple of quick announcements. First, check us out and help us out on Patreon. A special thanks to Dylan from Guam, and of course, our very first Dora Mathis, Brian Burkheiser from I Prevail, IPrevailBand.com. Check them out; they just released an album like only a year ago. Check that out. They're also touring. They're coming around with Papa Roach. Check them out. There' gonna be a good concert. I'm going. I'm gonna to go to LCA to see it. I'm gonna join Riz in the in the front row worshiping at Brian's feet <laughs> how do you get access to all those great people and all that kind of fun all you do is go on to patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast and become a Patreon donor as little as a dollar a month will get you access to the slack where you can hang out with all those guys and me and case and Riz and Sam and everybody where all the cool people are there go hang out talk football with the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet and I am not lying when I say that and people actually think about that and say it out loud in the Slack quite often. So join patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Get us a little donation going. It can be more than a dollar if you want but uh, you'll have access to that uh, early information about stuff we're doing and a whole lot more. Check that out. Also give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, Instagram Detroit Lions podcast and on the Twitter machine at DET Lions podcast. Go get that follow button. DET Lions podcast. It's the very best place to see case in the best health he's been in months. Wow, that's good to hear. Also, don't forget to spot us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Generally, we do this live there on YouTube, but Case is not looking great today. didn't put his face on. <laughs> I didn't get the <laughs> no, idea. No, I had a
2: vacation. I <laughs> had a vacation, but I haven't, I haven't, done anything since i got home from vacation so
1: i haven't hit the iron out to iron mine so we're just going to do audio only this week and uh and we'll go with that we're gonna do a little bit of a shorter show but we've got a lot of stuff coming for you early in into next week so uh be listening that's gonna be a lot of fun you guys will really be excited about that um something even bigger than the wayne fonts interview review us on itunes stitcher google play spotify iHeart, pandora pandora wherever you find us give us a little review give us those five star reviews it's the kind that lasts forever and love us that way if you want to give us some constructive criticism or some feedback head on over to the subreddit and there's a post there every week at the top of the sub where you can give us a, give us what for whatever you want to say and we'll, we'll have a, a lively conversation we promise give us a call via Skype Detroit Lions Podcast all one word Detroit Lions Podcast or call us in the Lions line 929-33 Lions it's 929-335-4667 leave a message and get a chance to hear yourself on the show
0: Tighten your chin straps, kids. It's time to review this week in Reddit.
1: All right, it's time to talk about all the fun and exciting things going down this week in Reddit. And there's a lot. There's a lot that happened this week. Case You go away on vacation and people hanging out having fun with a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. I'm going to start out here with a big one. It's the newly new and improved Stafford trade rumors before it was the team, right? He's, he, we're going to let him go. We're going to, we're putting him on the block and all that. And now the idiots come back with, oh no, no, he's asking to be traded. Since he shut that down and, and made it completely uh, unavailable. We're going to go from the other angle and we're going to say that Matthew Stafford wants to be traded cases. Is, is this true? Are we done? Have we lost our favorite quarterback of the last 30 years, 50 years, century ever with the
2: lions? I don't know. Maybe. Um, <laughs> um so, all right let's just move okay. on then. <laughs> so so the so the rumor to be clear is that um some unnamed GM and or coach or plural coaches think believe that Stafford has requested or is is asking to be let go. Um now <laughs> so believable. given given that the timeline on this works out the way it does. It's hard for me not to simply go back and think, did this just come from the Kelly Stafford Instagram post where she was joking around? Like, yes, is that where, is that where like, and and once people start talking, once people start talking, it doesn't matter if there's any legitimacy to it or not. I mean, they just keep talking now. Hey, I'm not saying there is, zero possibility that Stafford has decided he doesn't want to play here anymore but he certainly has not made that clear or 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 Bob Quinn is blatantly lying which I know I know uh some of you out there you you're going to you're going to assume that Bob Quinn is is just completely making shit up but I don't think if you look back at Bob Quinn's history as, as a Detroit Lions head uh, a, a GM that He's ever outright intentionally lied to the fans.
1: No, Stafford's already packing his bag. He's got a, a couple Lions fans at his house helping. They're moving the furniture. It's done. It's over. I believe this this silver silver <laughs> knucklehead. Right? I mean, the media is is a whole beast on this. This is this is insane. They it is the Instagram post that started this conversation in the media, and then you know it it, it kind of went and got shut down. And this is what they come back with. This is the kind you know. I don't know. Okay, so this, this thing, this is where I think accountability really has to has to come into play. This this stuff drives me nuts.
2: Yeah, and and I'd be happy to you know uh, send you know send messages to anybody that I possibly can who who you know made it sound like this was a real thing, like a real possibility, and, and drove their own click you know service off of off of something that is probably made up. Now, obviously, if if that's not true and it's not made up. You know, then I have to eat my, you know, eat my shorts. But (laughs) how about eat some crow? That's sounds a lot cleaner. Um, You know, (laughs) the
1: the the thing is that really frustrates me. There's a couple guys that um, I really respect and and get along with at Senior Bowl, and we were hanging out together. And um, there was it was a little bit of a malicious headline. I was like, man, that is like pure BS. It's just clickbait, right? That you're you're literally just trying to get people. To click on your, your, I didn't even call it clickbait, right? I just like that's so BS. You're just manufacturing stuff, right? And he turned and looked at me with a wry smile, and he said, "It gets clicks." And I was, I was really astounded. I was, I was like, "Holy freaking crap!" Right now, you have this world of of people that actually have journalistic integrity. And actually report things in a uh, in a way that has ethics and and integrity and all those kinds of things and morals and, and and follows all the right rules. And then you have people out there that literally base a business around. Well, it gets clicks, and we all know that in the political world, people always accuse everybody else's sources. That goes back to. Long before the Gutenberg, that people were criticizing other folks' sources, but this this is like blatantly going beyond, and and it's one of the curses of you know I I I grew up with the internet I I, I helped it grow in my own little ways right, but um <laughs> what it's become compared to what it was and 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 how people abuse other people this way this is this is this is terrible this is the kind of shit that drives me freaking nuts this drives me
2: absolutely nuts. <clears throat> Well, the bigger problem for me is is the potential for those feelings to affect feelings. the players' feelings.
1: Nothing more than
2: <laughs> because I mean, if if a player gets the message from the media, from the fans, that they're not wanted, then they're then I, I you know I do think that is a problem, and I do think that the guys who support uh, support. I should say, uh, fan bases and, and um, areas of the country that are a little bit more supportive of their players do tend to have a little bit better longevity in keeping players around. But I mean, yeah, yeah. So I'm. I've.
1: <laughs> we were talking about this in the in the Slack today, and we're gonna we're gonna keep rolling with it. We're gonna come up with something on this. Um, I don't know. We don't have a name yet. We, 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 we kind of landed a little bit on hashtag six months later where starting, <laughs> we're going to take their names. We're taking names now, right? It's like, it's like you're in a hockey game and somebody gives that hip your mind. You just get up and get the number. You'll get them back later. Um, we're taking names and in six months, starting with the preseason, every game that Matthew Stafford starts, we're going to tweet at their names with links to their fake articles, and they're going to be archived links so they don't even get clicks for them and they don't get advertising revenue for them. And we're going to call them out for being the the fake news, lying crap that they are. Um, we're, we're, we, we like the six months later hashtag right now, but we're trying to think of something a little, a little better, something along the lines of like the OK Boomer, something real, real short and, and to the point and to the <laughs> right cuts to the heart. Uh, so if you got something, please feel free to hit us up on Twitter or whatever because um, we're going to – we are going to brigade these idiots because Hashtag this is man, you nailed it. And we also, I want to announce we are having some, an award show at some point here. And um, we we are going to have dummy awards. <laughs> and the we're going to have a lifetime achievement award named after Omar Kelly. So so make sure to hang around during the, uh, it'll probably be the slower season when we do that. But uh, hang out for the dummies. It'll be great. If you ever saw the Dundies on, uh, on Office, this is going to be mm-hmm. even better than that. <laughs> Yep, for sure.
2: Are we ready to move on here?
1: I think I think so. I think we are. Okay. Um, okay. We, we want to really mention quickly that the draft party is coming up on draft day. Don't forget, we're doing our yearly draft program, and it is going to be glorious and beautiful, as it always is. Uh, always exciting and fun to watch. So you guys will be able to to see that, and we'll always we, like we do. We add a little more, make it a little more polished, add some more components every year. We'll do that again this year. So make sure to join us for the draft spectacular here on Detroit Lions Podcast. We'll have day one of the draft with Case and I, and then day two, which is rounds two and three with Sandman and I, and then we'll see. Uh, we It's a lot. That's a lot of time. I mean, you're talking about like eight or 10 hours of broadcasting straight, <laughs> and then people were asking for a day three, and oddly, though I was mentally exhausted, I was down. I really felt like I wanted to do it because it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, yeah. but anything you do live like that can be Always has its own risks. So we'll see. Draft party coming up. If you don't have a place to be for the draft, go ahead and join us online. It's a, it's a riot. We have a great time. And uh, we'll get some some uh, prizes and stuff like we usually do. And so do some giveaways for you guys during the show to keep it, keep it hot and hopping. All right. Um, here's a good one, Case. We talk about the Lions. You talk about Stafford and the people that think, oh, trade them away, whatever. Um, there's the concept of the coaches being on a leash possibly a one-year leash that this team is kind of either going to do it now or it's full-blown, blow out and rebuild. And you think about where your quarterback is, and if you, if you wind up in rebuild mode, who do you want picking that quarterback for you, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting. It's interesting. It's kind of a conundrum. And uh, I just want to talk about when does a rebuild start for the Lions and what kind of moves are, are there around that and associated with getting into a rebuild? Because if you do it, I'm of the main mindset. You want to do it ground up, bottom yep. up, and you don't want to leave any remnants. You just, you, you let, that's kind of part of the reason for keeping Patricia around for a longer time, to really let him bring in his whole system and implement it from end to end with the personnel so you don't have three halves of systems or three quarter, quarter three thirds I guess, of systems installed. And then, you know, oh, we're going to rebuild again with a new head coach, right? The, every, the, every two or three year replacement cycle is crap. So uh, what, do you, what, what are your thoughts? When does a rebuild start for the Lions and what do we do around that kind of?
2: Well, okay. And for me, this train of thought has, you know, been percolating just because of all the Tua, you know, if, do, you know, and, and NFL fans and on our NFL. So I like, I had this long response to somebody on our NFL earlier, um, a couple hours ago um, about asking, you know, it, the the question was if Lions draft to at number three, would you be shocked, surprised, excited for it? Lions fans. And Here's my thinking. I legitimately want to give Quinn-Patricia-Stafford combo one more year because I, I do think there's a good chance that they could turn things around. You could call that mildly optimistic. I'm not like 100% convinced or anything like that. I'm not, I'm not going to be the guy. I'm still going to be the guy who, who's predicting him to go 8-8. Eight and eight you know this year as opposed yeah. to uh, as opposed to other people who are going you know between 10 and 13 wins hey, because people get amped up you know right before the season that's not going to be me um but i don't want them to blow up the quarterback situation this season by doing it because i think that creates several issues and we've talked about some of these and we haven't talked about others uh we talked about the cap space thing and although although the the ultimate number that it would count against the Lions was a little bit less than we initial, initially thought it was. It's still a pretty hefty amount and it's still less than far less than ideal. Um, that causes problems. And you, you're still uh, getting a one year less out of a rookie contract quarterback um, in theory, because you're paying for that for that year that you're paying for a huge chunk of money for Stafford um, as well as uh, whatever you'd be paying residual the next year or two after. So, that's one aspect of it. And I get that, but here's what, here's where I look at it. And I think this is what you were getting at. If they do take the quarterback this year and they fail to improve in a meaningful way, then it, then uh, it makes making an actual rebuild, like you said, from the ground up much more difficult Mm -hmm. because you don't have, you've got, okay, so what do you like to have in a, in a GM coach quarterback combo when you're starting fresh, three guys you on the like same page. Have them all on the same page. Yeah, and if right. we draft a quarterback, if Bob Quinn chooses a quarterback, and we have to switch GMs next year, that's not his quarterback, and and that's not his coach's quarterback either. And it's a lot like so,
1: when Mr. Caldwell came in, or when when uh, Mr. Quinn came in, and Caldwell stuck around for another another year, um, the second year. Right. Yeah, we stick exactly around because like the player stood up for him. Right. And that was that was one of the things that coach had, or, or Mr. Quinn had to do as a GM. He can't lose his locker room right away. Right. And it's been this kind of slow evolution of getting their people in there. You don't want to go through that again. You don't absolutely do not want to go through a three year cycle of trying to get the right people and your people in there in order to be able to implement what you're trying to implement. Right. Because by the way, by the way, the lions look, they'll just get rid of you then. And you'll have now a whole nother cycle all set up to do it again. If you're going to blow it up, you want to blow it all up at once and together and not leave people with the the anchors of a regime's past.
2: Right. Now, you could say that that doesn't benefit. Uh, Quinn and Patricia in any way. So why would they do it that way? Well, I don't think taking a quarterback. You know, a lot of times a GM and a quarterback, or a, excuse me, a coach will, it, you know, take a quarterback, a young quarterback, and it extends their their life as coaches wherever they are. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that's a likely outcome in Detroit. Period. Because either they win this year or they fail this year. And I, I personally, and I have come more and more to this line of thinking, is that if this year isn't successful. Yeah and and I'm not even saying successful successful. I'm not 100% sure that I'm convinced that they need to make the playoffs. They just have to be much better and much more consistent. They have to be an 8 and 8 team or better. And if they fail to do that, I don't think it's going to matter to the ownership regardless of, of who they picked as a quarterback. I th- I still think they're going to get the boot if if they haven't made significant improvements. And I don't think okay, so the two options are you trade Stafford this year. Well, that lowers their chances of sticking around that to try to play a rookie quarterback this year. And, or you have Stafford stick around, but the problem with Stafford sticking around for a year is not that I have an issue fundamentally with, with, um, building, you know, with with letting guys sit for a year, although I think that's becoming increasingly rare and I don't think we'll see very much of that. I think, you know, guys like Patrick Mahomes who sit for a year are not going to be guys who are taking number three overall. Yeah. And I'm I'm, I'm
1: so down with the guy that sits for a year. But because of exactly what you said, it's an immediate quarterback controversy. You can't do it. Remember Jared Goff? You couldn't they couldn't they couldn't let him sit for a year when they picked him, even even though he needed it. Right. They couldn't let him do it. And um, the the, the pressure and everything that comes with that, it's going to be it's just going to be a a situation that's absolutely prone and conducive to losing. It's going to take away from the focus of the game. It's going to take away from the focus of the coaches. They're going to have to be constantly deflecting and playing the stupid game. And then it's going to be the oh, it's a dungeon of doom. Oh, he treats the press mean. Oh, boo hoo. We don't get the access we want. And all that kind of crap is going to be at the foreground of everything rather than football and as you said what how that affects players that affects everything that's it's just it's just absolutely would be an uh, an abject fail to pick up tua by these guys right now cuz like you said the other part of it is is it doesn't make the team better right now it doesn't. Yep. It doesn't make yep. the team better. And and even if you think it would, oh boy, are you gambling that he's going to play in a way that makes the team better than having Stafford right. this year with right. the coming off of that right. injury. Boy, boy, are you play, making a gamble. If I'm yep. uh, Quinn or Patricia, I'm not making that bet. Hell no. I'm going to get a player that can make impact right now for this team. Right now, make this team better. And right now, help me keep my job.
2: Well, so yeah, no, I completely agree. And then it's, so it's like bottom line. Um, it, it, it's better if they just give it a whirl. This year, under under more or less status quo, uh, you try to obviously, and, and I say that, and you know, people are going to misunderstand that. You're obviously trying to make the improvements that you need to make. You're 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 adding players through the draft and through free agency, especially in the defense. You're hoping for a better injury, you know, situation this year. Obviously, you don't want Stafford to get hurt, um, but if he does, it's a lost year, regardless of whether or not you have a rookie quarterback. Probably, if you're playing the odds, and. So it just doesn't make sense, I don't think, to any party for them to try to do that this year. It would make sense if Stafford can't stay healthy and or the coaching staff can't improve the team significantly. Next year is a much more logical place to start a ground-up rebuild.
1: Yep. One other thing, I'm just going to put my prediction out there. Um, You'll see. Quinn and Patricia next year
2: come back. <laughs> I wouldn't surprise me. I, I just, uh, and I, I know I, that, I know that, you know, uh, I get, I get so accused of being a pessimist sometimes by some fans. And that I get so accused of being a Homer by like two people on Twitter. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I really don't think that I'm either of those things. Um, I, but I do I do truly think that and, I, you know, we talked about PFF's article about Lions having potential to go uh, or to be the highest potential of worst place teams to go worst first. I'm not predicting they will, but I do think there's a lot, a lot sitting on their plate that is going to play in their favor in terms of seeing a better result than this last year.
1: Yeah. Last year was was not indicative of who the team was. So we'll see. we'll see how it goes. We'll keep moving. All right. Uh, really quick, we got to talk about Amazon. Why? Because you love helping the show up, but doing things that you do in your normal daily life, your normal routine. You head on out. You say, hey, I'm, no, no one buys books anymore. I'm just teasing. You go out and you're going to get yourself something. Uh, I don't know, maybe a, a, a new set of bar stools. That's, that's good. Everyone needs bar stools, even if you don't have a bar. Anything, anything you do, you're going out to Amazon. You're going to go pick it up. You say, wait, 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 before I do that. I'm going to go to amazon.detroitlionspodcast.com because I know that that'll take me right through to Amazon, zippity quick, and it'll drop a cookie. No one will know, no one will see. It just happens in the background, and it tells Amazon, you know, Chris and Case sent you here and uh, because those guys are so cool, and Bezos is such a monster, just a terrible human being who's horrifically overpaid and and and, and abuses workers. Forget that. Let's take some of Bezos money and put it into the Detroit Lions podcast coffer so we can continue getting all the great stuff that we do to be able to put these travel shows together and the other stuff that we do for you guys, the travels, the parties, and all that stuff. We really love it for you to do that and help us out, pay for our bandwidth, you know, all those things that come with doing this kind of thing. So uh, help us out going on, on over to Amazon.detroitlionspodcast.com before you go to Amazon every time, and they'll give us a little kickback as part of that. That little deal you just did. Thanks a lot for everyone who's doing that. And uh, please join the crew doing that every time you go. All right. I'm going to talk about something we're going to talk about some other time. <laughs> the CBA. There's a new CBA. Uh, Case and I, we, we briefly talked about it. Um, both of us, again, he, he's he been traveling all week on on personal parties time. I've been traveling all week on work horrible time and we haven't been able to put our nose into this as much as we want. We don't want to do any halfway reporting here for you because we're not the fake Jake news. <laughs> so uh, we'll get with you this, before the end of next week We we are possibly going to have, Two shows between now and then with some stuff going on, so uh, we'll get in there. And we'll get that in deep with uh, all the details once we parse through. Uh, also, uh, when in those shows that are coming up, we're gonna have uh, Riz join and uh, we're gonna cover the combine, talk about what happened there. Uh, he's can't be on today because he's got some daughter volleyball stuff he's getting ready for. That is the the duty of any wonderful man father. All right, let's talk about the salary cap. There's one thing we we know that's happening. That's going up. By about, we did the calculations because we're smart guys. It took us only about 14 minutes. Uh, It's going up by about 6%. (laughs) 188 million to just about 200. It's like between, what is it, 196 and 201? Somewhere in there. We don't know exactly what it is. Uh, We researched a little further. Didn't get the exact number just yet. But uh, about a six percent uh, increase in
2: pay—that's that's better than the rate of inflation. Case that'd, that'd be a nice chunk in the pocket. Like I said I I would love to get a six percent raise every time I get a raise. That yeah. would be double your money about every eight eight Great. and a half
1: years, yep. eight and a half nine years. Yep.
2: All right. But so, I mean, it, it it impacts things a little bit, but I always think you know it, it impacts every team similarly. Um, the the teams that might have the best. Impact for are the teams who have absolutely zero cap, just because now they have a little bit more flexibility and they don't have to cut as many players. Um, but at the same time, they're still not going to be players in the in the open market because the teams that already had money are, are going to have even more money. It's not like it's not like everybody doesn't get the same amount, the same bump. So um, I don't know. I think it it just means we're going to continue to see record breaking contracts.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it looks like between that and I'll just I will tease on the CBA a little bit. It looks like the the big played payers aren't going to see the big increases on the CBA. It's the guys in the bottom, the minimum, mm-hmm. which there. is great. Yeah, I'm exactly. That, so. Those are guys who want to see uh, get helped out. Uh, still no lifetime health care though. Let's, we'll get into it. We'll talk about it. All right, so we got that. Uh, another new piece uh, another piece of news here. Tony Romo got a real nice extension from CBS. We like that. Yeah, it's none of that garbage time ESPN stuff. I I really um <laughs> I hate them. I hate their coverage. I don't know why some people like it. Uh, my son has said that he's like, yeah, no, I'm okay with it. It's good. I don't know if it's just modern, and I'm turning into a boomer on what I want to see on the TV when it comes to football. I just booger drives me nuts. The the graphics when I mean, yeah, they changed it because it looked like a penalty, but it, it still looked like, I mean, God, they they have a kid who just got done with a graphics degree who calls himself a graphics designer doing that layout. It was horrible. <laughs> it's horrible.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. No, it's just I, I I he's the most knowledgeable or at least the most outspokenly knowledgeable person they've, I've ever seen in the booth. So, I mean, I just appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And you know ESPN will break
1: that. That's, that's the thing. ESPN takes guys that otherwise seem to do a good job, they put them in the booth, and it becomes a train wreck. I don't know yeah. if it's the production there. I mean, I don't know if they get dizzy because of the stupid camera crap they're trying to pull or what. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a mess over there.
2: I just think he cares still. And he's, yeah. he was still hungry. Yeah. You know, when, when he retired from the NFL, I think he was still hungry. Whereas a lot of the guys they end up with were guys that once they retired, they were like, well, I don't have to care about football anymore. I can just pontificate on vague, you know, nonsense. Whereas he was still like, he was still hungry for the game. It's even like if being, he, he couldn't, be, even if he knew he wasn't playing.
1: It's like being a, uh, a politician and then you lose the election. So you turn into a lobbyist right <laughs> that's the kind of money kind of situation you got going there all right um so yeah let's talk about fanatics really quick fanatics at detroit lions podcast.com it's the same deal as the amazon thing they give us kickbacks so anytime you want any kind of sports gear memorabilia whatever go to fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com and i uh, hope you show out when they give us a little kickback. All right. Thank you, everybody. I'll make that one quick for you. Um, we got a quick show today. Uh, like I said, we're gonna do a couple of them this week. And, and there's just a couple of topics we're gonna do. We, we did want to get something out for you guys rather than take the week off. I know we, we, we get a lot of <laughs> a lot of hate when we take the time off and we kind of feel obligated to, to put some stuff out there for you guys. Um, there's a fellow named Jeffrey Okuda. I'm not sure if you've heard of him, Case. Never heard of him. You've been a, Go you've been ahead. a Chase Young guy, nonstop. <laughs> he just keeps saying, Chase Young, Chase Young, because everyone calls me Chase, they might as well just get Chase and be, get, be done with yeah. it, right? Yeah. Uh, no, there's this guy, Jeffrey Okuda, cornerback, Ohio State, um, real buttery smooth, looks good, uh, was <laughs> was getting interviewed by these wily presserino guys, highly informed um just getting the facts just the facts ma'am out there and um the the person i forget his name and I, it doesn't matter he's asking so you know about all those penalties and stuff that he got how's he going to fix those up clean up his game and okuda was was like what <laughs> i got <had> no penalties <laughs> no holdings Nothing. You might want to cut on that tape again. You might see something else. <laughs> Just totally yeah. shut that dude down. It was awesome. I, uh he he won me over. I liked him before. I re- I liked him a lot before. But I am I really like a Jeffrey Akuda guy. I, and I think um, there was some talk with him between him and Slay. You know, Slay going to mentor him, and he said how how sweet it would be to be able to play with Darius Slay. And I agree. I think boy, you put those two guys out there on corner. Um, you're in pretty, pretty good shape. That can help make up for a little bit lighter rush. I, I, I'm just going to say.
2: You, you might so excite, nice. you might reignite Darius Slay's love of the game if he's, if he's you know, uh, trying to build up this kid too. So I, I don't know, I, that's, yeah. that's pontificating. but um, That might be exactly what Darius Slay needs to, to get his game back. Yeah, and and here's what I will say. I did watch some of Okuda's tape. Um, obviously, you know, seeing as how he's one of the guys we get projected the most to. I, I've, I've covered some of what he does. I do. I would. I would have some mild concern that some of the things he does. It, he's a very sticky. He's incredibly talented. And I like his game a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm mildly concerned that some of the stuff he does might get penalized a little more. In the NFL. Sure. Just because he, he does have his body touching the receiver's body a lot of the time. Um, not in ways that I think should necessarily be penalties, but that I think could be penalties in the NFL. In ways be, called be called as television. penalties, even if they're not called correctly. And they're, you, we know all know they're not going to be reversed. So Right, right. Alan River on um,
1: yeah, no. This is this. It's really interesting. I I I like this Okuda thing, and I know people are are all over Chase Young. They're saying Chase Young might fall to three. Uh, that I, I you gotta take him. You gotta take him if he's sitting there for you. But God, I I, I hate losing out on Okuda. I really, really do. And and. I know it's it maybe I'm a little bit on the, on the bias and chase young is going to be awesome. If we, if we get him on our team, he's going to do amazing things to be fun to watch. It's going to be dynamic. It's going to be electric. He's going to add a whole new dimension to this, uh, this defense. It's going to make it fun to watch, but God, I love me some Jeffrey Okuda. I think that guy's going to be good for a long, long time.
2: And I still think that in a perfect world for me, uh, the the Redskins take young, so we have, don't get to make that choice, and then we trade out of the number three spot to Miami, yeah. hopefully, yeah. or and still get Okuda. Although I do think I think there's mounting suspicion that maybe the Giants go after Okuda. Yeah. I don't know, but this that's all. We're all in the in the you know nobody knows exactly what teams think right now. Phase. No, yeah. Not and that we, we ever will until, you know, the draft. So they announce so, it. I mean, we were stunned last year on by pick three, right? I mean it will like, easily be the most dramatic, though, I think, draft that we've covered, you know, as a as a duo, um, just because I, I, I we I mean, I've more or less had a, a notion, I think, who the Lions were targeting mm-hmm. in most of the time in the last few years. Or at least I've had a very short list. This year, I'm really. I mean, there are there are so many options that could play out. And They're all very dramatic, one way or the other. You know, some good, some real bad. So yeah. All right, one more quick topic.
1: Um, it wasn't on our list, but we, I don't think we talked about it yet. Um, a young man, um, nicknamed the Panty Dropper, uh, Danny Amendola signed again.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yep, yep.
1: I forgot to cover that. <laughs> that guy, what a stud, man! His picture when he signed, I, I I'm like. Phew. I get it. I get it, ladies. This guy is hot. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he he's signed. We got him for a year. I like that. I really, really like that. I still think we may pick someone up for a a uh, slot kind of receiver role. Um, it, why not get a guy to work with Danny in
2: his first year? Oh, I mean, to of to course, we, we're going to have to eventually, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, that I like Danny and what he brought to us last year. Uh, he got a little bit of higher contract than I would have expected at his age. But I mean, mm-hmm. his performance 100 percent merited it. So, I mean, he, he certainly wasn't, you know, overpaid in terms of what he produced on the field last year. So. Yeah.
1: And I'm thinking like a later round guy, A.J. Hill. I, we talked about him at the uh, at the senior bowl. I really like this guy a lot. He's got he is under undervalued I believe in this draft the the moves that he has he could just tear the dirt out from under his feet as he make a cut and it was beautiful to see I gotta get that film together on him I gotta get my AJ Hill film that I shot together so you guys can see when he made a cut it was just instantly two three yards between him and the and whoever was covering him, he was really, really good out there. So um, he's a little bit of dream late rounder. I kind of like him a lot. I hope we, we pick him up. So there you go. Danny Amendola, Detroit Lion. That's a that's a good one. We love that. I want to cover a couple of quick, important dates in the NFL before we go. And we're almost over with this one. February 24th through March 2nd, we get got the scouting combine. We'll get the Riz on to cover that as soon as that ends on the 18th. Then it all begins. Free agency, March 18th. Uh, from the 16th and 18th, they can do negotiations for the, for players to be undrafted free agents. We'll start talking about that here next week. Uh, start taking a look at the free agency class a little bit and start focusing on who we may target and then who who would be surprise targets but are, are available as well for the Lions. So wait for that coverage. And then uh, March 29th through April 1st, league meeting in Palm Beach. We should all go and just sit outside and I don't know, we can we can protest it, bad just media. They make picket signs and protest bad media or something, I don't know. Uh, and then April 23rd through the 25th, the NFL Draft. That's going to be a good time. Ooh, that's going to be a good time. And then May 1st through 11th, there's going to be two three-day rookie minicamps that happen, and then they'll go into some uh, OTAs and stuff like that into June. And that's that. That's the important dates coming up. Case, is there anything else that we need to talk about here? I think we're good. All right. I, I know it's a short one this week, folks, but that's okay. It's all right. We're going to have more. We're going to do more for you this week or uh, the coming week. So stay tuned. we got a lot of stuff for you. We got Sometimes it comes in little blurbs and sometimes it's big, long ones like yes, last week's two-hour-long marathon. But remember, we need your involvement. Let us know what you think of the show. Go to the subreddit. Give us your, your feedback. Also, don't forget about us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. And also check us out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions Podcast, Instagram, Detroit Lions Podcast, and on the Twitter machine at D E T Lions Podcast. Go out there right now to Twitter and follow DET Lions Podcast, because it's the very best place to see case. With no pants on. That's right. Also give us a call via Skype at Detroit Lions Podcast All One Word, or call us on the Lions line at nine two nine-three three lions, nine two nine-three three five-four six six seven. And be sure to go Detroit Lions Podcast. And subscribe to the podcast so we can show up in your earbuds automatically. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, and no hot tubs because we got no problems. We're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection.
0: Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case, out of time. Pack the bags, start the plane. This show is over.